Well, here we are. Here we are. <laughs> we did it. We're doing it. We're doing the thing. We are we are doing this thing. It's really important when you have victories in your life to celebrate the very first step you make towards achieving that victory. <laughs> and starting the first minute of a recording of a first episode of a podcast, I think is um a really important thing to do. Yeah, I mean, I was not expecting that I would feel like I needed to throw up. <laughs> But I do. Here we are. But well, here we are feeling like we are nauseated. (laughs) My heart is racing. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us, listeners. Uh, Well, here we are is a weekly podcast. Uh, We're going to be exploring pop culture, humanities, and how they matter for our daily lives. And I am Hannah. And I am Suzanne. Yay. And we're here. Each week, <laughs> we're still here. <laughs> Each week, uh, we, Hannah and Suzanne, are going to be sharing three-ish things as we engage with all that delights, intrigues, and sometimes repels us. So that's going to be in areas of our shared interests as well as our individual specialties. And you're going to find out what those are in future episodes. We want to give you as little context as possible. Just, <laughs> Just trust us. A little mystery in life is important, I think. Join for the topic, stay for the conversation, and enjoy our correct opinions. The framing device for these episodes is going to be a list of about three-ish things. We say three-ish because sometimes only one of us is going to give a list of three, or sometimes both of us. And sometimes if we're feeling unruly, someone might give more than three. Mm, Spicy, spicy. (laughs) These three-ish things are going to provide a way for us to cut to the heart of why these topics matter and hopefully to do so in a way that feels accessible. So, for example, I recently wrote my master's thesis about practices of collecting American and Canadian Indigenous people ceremonial objects and the ongoing implications of the absence of those objects from the cultures who made them. And I already want to footnote a lot of the words I just said. Um, <laughs> I'm already, you, I already don't understand why you're friends with me because you <laughs> are so much smarter than I am. That's not true. <laughs> if a you listener were, were to see that in a list of podcast episodes, it may seem too niche. But if I approach that conversation through the lens of three ways in which you may be using harmful stereotypes of Native Americans in your day-to-day life. <clears throat> or like, an NFL, to- <laughs> like an NFL team who just lost the Super Bowl. <laughs> too soon. Uh, <laughs> or suggestions to easily reduce that. That may be a way to invite more people into the topic. Sometimes these conversations are going to be entry-level nuggets, sometimes they'll be deep dives, and sometimes they'll even be entry-level for us as we learn together with you in real time. We're not always the experts, but we're always interested. In upcoming episodes, we will give you survival tips if Sephora both calls to you with its siren song and scares the daylights out of you, share our spicy opinions regarding the men of Pride and Prejudice, and unpack the celebration of mediocrity within this year's Golden Globe nominees. We're also going to cope with the lack of NFL by trying to understand the NPA, so please wish us luck with that. (laughs) Did Uh, I say NPA? I obviously meant NBA. I don't think NPA is a thing. No, no, we're not. Please reach out to us on Twitter. Yeah, we're we're not starting with so little understanding of the NBA that we don't (laughs) That we don't know. We don't know what the words are. Yeah, we we know what the we know what the words are. 
Uh, yeah, we're really excited about this. It's going to give us a time to hang out. It's going to give us a way to talk about wine and Schitt's Creek and all the things that we love and hold dear. Uh, also going to give us some impetus to finally read some of those books that have been on our shelves for a while. Uh, and hopefully it's fun. We hope that this is going to be fun for everyone. Most of all for us. But mostly for us. And also, also for you. And also, if you don't like it, we will take it personal. So on that note. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Please be nice. <laughs> so one thing uh, that is probably important for everyone to know is that Hannah and I, uh, despite the scintillating chemistry that you are hearing through your ear holes at the moment, uh, Hannah and I have actually only been friends for about a year and a half. Uh, we met in Scotland. Pause for feelings of grandeur and jealousy. Uh, we met when we were both doing graduate school programs, different programs, but we were on a day trip to explore a different part of Scotland. I sat next to Hannah on the bus. I was wearing a Seahawks sweatshirt. She then informed me that we could not be friends because she was a Panthers fan, which you and I have talked about this, but that was a bold, that was a bold move. I was negging you into being friends with me. And you it worked. worked. It worked, which I thought I was always immune to that. And I resented the implication that it would work on me. But I think I learned it would work on me. Because uh, it did. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm, I'm sad that I did that. Um, but I am glad that, I, that it worked out. It did work out. Uh, and then the title of our podcast, Well, Here We Are, is actually a reference to that day when we met. Because after the day trip... I sent her a picture from our day trip and declared, well, here we are. Just, <laughs> just, it is your birthday of text. Just a declarative statement, no value, no, no opinions about it. Uh, so this all means that as you all get to know us, uh, Hannah and I are also going to be getting to know more about each other. So we thought for our very first three-ish things. I know it's the moment you've been waiting for. Uh, we thought that we would use our first three-ish things to try to test how well we know each other. Uh, so we've each come up with three questions to test the other person's knowledge or to test the other person's ability to make an educated guess uh, about the other person. So you're going to get to know us. We're going to get to know each other. And hopefully you learn something new about yourselves and the world around you. <laughs> So I'm going to get us going. Are you ready? I'm ready. How nervous are you are to be testing our friendship in this way? Um, I've been publicly humiliated more than once, so um, by nervous, me? still nervous. Okay. <laughs> by me? Have I publicly humiliated you? Is that going to be one of your questions? I don't think so. Okay. Well, well, let's let's get to the deep root of of these issues. All right. So Hannah, I'm going to ask. I'm going to, Suzanne is going to ask Hannah the first question, and then Hannah's going to ask Suzanne a question, and then we're going to go back and forth, and then we'll figure out who is the better friend and or guesser. All right? Let's All right, Hannah, question one. Which of these was not a career that Suzanne seriously considered? Is it A, hotel sales manager, B, a symphony violinist, C, a youth pastor, D, a theater costume designer, or E, a caterer. 
So which of those five options? That's so rude. (laughs) Or it's generous. So which of these, which of these was not a career that I considered? The hotel one. I'm saying hotel. Uh, that is incorrect. The, I tricked you. The correct answer is D, theater costume designer. Oh. Yeah. I would have thought that would be right up your street. Uh, it is right up my street, but I never parked my car in front of that as an option. <laughs> when did you want to be a hotel person? I graduated from college, and my first job was working at a hotel. I worked at the See, front desk. I knew desk. that. Yeah, I worked at the yeah. front desk and was a front desk assistant manager. And I was considering like leveling up. And I thought, you know what? Hotels have good career advancement paths. So I went on a couple of interviews for to be a hotel sales manager. And I remember after one of them, I was using the restroom after my interview. I had like done my hair, done my makeup. I was wearing a blazer. I looked super professional. And I looked in the mirror and I immediately heard this voice saying, who are you? <laughs> because it was so not me that it was it was shocking. And I was like, I can't do this. And so I stopped pursuing that. And then I ended up going to work at a theater. So I can see why you would think that that was up my, okay. up my street. Um, I have to be honest, I don't know what a hotel sales manager does. They just they try sell to... things in the hotel or they sell hotels. <laughs> that, maybe that can be a, a different episode. I can okay, I can take okay. us into I can take us into the world of hotel sales. <laughs> so wait, your first job out of college was working at a hotel? Yes. Okay. My first job ever was working at a bed and breakfast. See? Oh. Look, we're learning about each other. If this if this doesn't work. We can just go start a hotel together. Yeah, we'll be miserable <laughs> together. <laughs> All right, your turn. Okay. Um, my first question for you, also relating to college. What was my undergraduate major? Was it A, medieval and renaissance studies? Was it B, art history? Or C, anthropology and archaeology? Only giving you three options. Those are them. Oh, I feel like this is something I should know. I'm going to go with C, anthropology and archaeology. I can see how you would think that, but no, the answer is medieval and renaissance studies. Oh, I put two in there that could also be things that I got graduate majors in. So did you consider, because your first master's degree is in, you art guys, like, I said she was super smart. Her first master's degree is in art history. So did you consider ever doing, or do do you see your two master's degrees as being related to your undergraduate major, or do you see them as being in different spheres? Uh, I see overlap, but I mean, to me, it's just kind of a continuation of the development of my interests, but um Sorry, my most recent graduate degree, for those who don't know me, uh, is in um, collecting and provenance research, which doesn't sound like it has anything to do with medieval and renaissance studies, but it does. <laughs> I should I should confess at this point that when I asked Hannah what her graduate program was when we met, she said art trafficking, and I said, are you learning how to traffic art? And 
thankfully she left. But if I'm being completely honest, I, I think I could traffic art successfully now that I've learned what not to do. That can I'm be not going our, to. I don't have any plans to do that, to be clear. That can be our backup, backup plan. If podcasting doesn't work out, we're going to open a hotel. And if that doesn't work out, we're going to start trafficking some art. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm making notes for plans B and C. And if you guys are listening to this, don't be snitches and turn us into the FBI. <laughs> All right. <laughs> FBI, please don't listen to our podcast. If you are listening, turn it off right now. All right. I will go. <laughs> we, are, we are striking out so far. Yeah. Um, we don't we are, know each other. We don't know each other. We should just abort this plan. All right. Which of, for my second question, which of the following outfits were a frequent part of 10-year-old Suzanne's wardrobe rotation? A, a sweater dress, which was actually one of her mom's sweaters that had shrunk in the dryer which she paired with a beret b a black blazer which she also paired with a beret c a lavender culottes jumpsuit or d all of the above i'm sorry what age are we talking about 10 10 year old suzanne so this was mid 1990s Oh gosh, I'm having I'm having a hard time picturing any of those things on a ten year old. <laughs> um, <laughs> fair, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I want to say blazer. Uh, D. All of the above. Yeah, those I thought are all of the above is a trick. It's no, always a trick. No, no. I would never trick you like that. I wore all of those things, and I wore them proudly. It is also probably why the black blazer beret outfit is what made one of my elementary school potential career paths environmental lawyer, mostly because I thought (laughs) I looked cool and like a lawyer. And you were right. Yep, I was right. All right, Hannah, test me. Okay. Who is my least favorite quarterback currently active in the NFL? Is it Tom Brady? Is it Ben Roethlisberger? Is it Jimmy Garoppolo? Or is it Josh Allen? I'm going to say Ben Roethlisberger. That's right. I I was pretty confident you would get that. Yeah. 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 For those of you who don't follow the NFL, Ben Roethlisberger has been accused of multiple women of sexual assault and rape. I'm not a fan. And he also recently led a seminar for young NFL players where he alluded to all of those past mistakes he had made because sexual assault is just a past mistake that one can move on from. Isn't that nice? Very cool. All right. Speaking of men, what interaction with men in the UK does Suzanne think about most often? (laughs) The question, is it A... The time a man in a Scottish pub showed both Suzanne and Hannah a porn video. <laughs> is it? <laughs> that's, is a, it that's a real thing that happens. It's a real thing that happened. Is it B, the time a man in an English pub who became a Buffalo Bills fan 
according to him, because of 9-11 more than... Okay, I just have to get this out. Was it when a man in an English pub told Hannah and Suzanne he became a Buffalo Bills fan because of 9-11 more than a decade after 9-11 happened? Or was it C... The time a group of Scottish lads tried to warn Suzanne that she was about to walk through a very big puddle, but she thought that they were street harassing her, so she ignored them. Did you walk through the puddle? I didn't, but I had to like shimmy. There was like a like a railing on a very narrow ledge that had like two inches. So I shimmied on the two inches holding on to the railing because I didn't want to have to turn around and admit to my shame that I uh, that I had walked right in the path of the puddle. I think it's a porn. Yes, I think about a porn (laughs) all the time. Do you want to explain to our listeners what exactly you are talking about? Okay, so. One of the biggest challenges of living in the UK was finding a place to watch American football. And this is because the early game started at 6 p.m. And it was also because it was just not really popular in the UK. So in our early weeks of trying to find a place, we visited a lot of different pubs and bars trying to find the right spot. We went to one that was... It was like almost an hour walk away from where we lived. And it looked super promising. Uh, There were TVs everywhere, really big screens. They were playing like one game at a time. Like we were really excited about it. Then we go up to the bar to order our drinks. And I'm waiting for the bartender so I can order my drink. A guy is standing near-ish me. He's watching the video on his phone and laughing. And he said to me, and yes, in retrospect, I would have handled this differently. He said to me, hey, do you want to see a a funny video? And ladies and gents, the question, the answer to that question should always be no. You do not want to see a funny video from the person at the bar. But I said yes. And he he proceeded to show me a video taken on CCTV of... Two people in the midst of amorous activities on a train that was going from Glasgow to Edinburgh. How he got this video, I don't really know, but he thought it was hysterical. And I, because I'm a good friend, immediately grabbed Hannah and was like, Hannah, watch this video. It was shocking. (laughs) And made her watch it too. Now, you would think that at this point, we would have stopped talking to this guy and then his friend. But no, we were being, we were doing what American women often have to do in bars, which is. I don't want to be rude. I don't want to be rude. And you smile and you nod and you try to defer their attention and you try to like, you try to distance yourself from them. But it was unsuccessful. I think at one point they bought us a shot. Why did we accept that? I don't know. I was ha- I was having a rough day. You were I'm having a rough take day. Full responsibility for those shots. And then they wanted us to leave the bar with them, and we were like, "No, we are literally here to watch the game." And then they kept trying to get us to leave the bar with them. Then they started nagging me, which maybe I have learned my lesson, and nagging no <laughs> longer works because it didn't work when they tried to do it. That's true. And we learned we learned a good lesson that day. 
Valuable. Yeah. Valuable. But they still did. think about that day. I still think about that day constantly. All right, Hannah, your third and final question. Now, if I get this question right, you will win. I am clearly a better person and a better friend. That's but true. if I get it wrong, then we are tied. Right. Okay. When you and I were in a bar in London, we saw a man <laughs> who had appeared on a British television program. What program was it? <gasps> I remember. It's you do? A, I do. It was the Great British Bake Off. Yes, that's right. And it was, um, it was, was it Matt? Was his name Matt? Matt Riley, yeah. And mm-hmm. and I watched that season like a long time, a long time after that. But you were so excited and I had never watched Bake Off before. I know, I know. I was uh, extremely uncool about it. No, I you saw had him walk in the door. zero, absolutely zero chill. Zero chill, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's true. I'm not a very chill person. So being chill is overrated. Yeah, I agree. So now we know that you are a better friend than I am. Mm -hmm. The score is Suzanne two, Hannah one. Maybe one of you who's listening is actually a better friend than both of us and you got all three of our answers correct. I would be super impressed. Correct. Yeah. I I would be super impressed if you could guess the the show. From the British celebrity that Hannah saw. That'd be very impressive. Uh, so how do you, how do we feel like we're, we're coming up to the end of what our official first episode is? How, how do we feel like this is going, Hannah? We're going to just like bring it in. We're just going to have like a team huddle. How do we feel like this is going? I'm having a lot of nervous laughter. So... You know, hopefully I'll get the jitters out of me by the time we do our next few podcasts. There'll be less nervous laughter on my end. Yeah, I think I think that. So I feel like every person goes into, like, cartoon character mode when they're flirting with somebody they find to be attractive. Are you flirting with me? I'm not flirting with you. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say one of my biggest tells when I – cartoon character become a cartoon character flirt is I laugh really loudly and I clap my hands I don't to like emphasize how funny I think their laughter is I think it's just like all that nervous energy like I just don't know where to put it so it comes out through my clapping and laughing it comes out through my mouth and into my hands so I just wanted to say I understand the nervous laughter. All right. So if you're still with us, if you're still listening to this, there are actually already several other episodes of Well, Here We Are that you can listen to. Go listen to them. Uh, they're not just podcasts about us. Those episodes are going to be about Pride and Prejudice, and they're going to be about our experience with buying makeup and Later episodes are going to get into the meat and the grit of what our dissertations were about and our analysis of cultural artifacts. You don't want to miss all of that. They're going to be great conversations. So make sure you go smash that we like you and want you to succeed button, which some people call a subscription button. You can subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a review that specifically mentions how witty witty we are, how delightful you find Hannah's nervous laughter, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handles on both are Hannah 
Our handles on both are at wellpod. Nope, that's not correct. At wellherepod. <laughs> you can find us there. Thank you. All right. Until next time, I am Suzanne, and I think you're great. And I'm Hannah, and I think you're fine. Well, here we are. We'll talk to you next time. Show me one more stream. Show me one more dream and make it evergreen or evergreen. Fun.